Are we going to remember how to do this? It's been too long. It's been a while. Yeah. We are starting off right because we had Sonic Pretzel. <gasps> and what what a pretzel it was. It was so good. It was crisp on the outside but soft on the it inside. It was a good one. So I feel like that will set our... It'll remind us how to talk into these microphones and have a podcast. Oh. Hey, oh. Speaking of. Oh. We sh- my phone wasn't on silent. Uh, that reminds me. I should that. probably do that, too. See, we're already forgetting what we normally <laughs> do. <laughs> okay. is Be Createful, a podcast about how we find fullness through creativity. I'm Joe, And I'm Madison. And today on episode 20, we're discussing where make do is going in the new year. And us. And us. I couldn't have told you this was episode 20, so I'm glad that that's your job. I'm trying to keep track. I'm trying to do better about that. So, um, let's see. There's a lot that okay, how we want to do this year. Yeah. Oh, Did ooh, you yes. have a good break? Oh, yeah. It was great. Loved seeing my family. Um, I got to cut some fabric I got um, on Thanksgiving. It was great. What's it going to become? Um, so some of you, if you follow our Instagram, will know this giant blue house dress with poppies on it that I've worn here in the studio quite a bit. I love that pattern so much. I'm going to make a winter version of it. Ooh, with a quilted petticoat. <laughs> we'll see. I so oh yeah, that was great over Christmas. I finished um what was originally intended to be a Christmas tree skirt that Denise, your quilting mentor mm-hmm. gave me and now it's an actual skirt. Hmm, maybe you'll wear it here. We can take your picture. <gasps> That'd be so much. It fun. is I mean it's a Christmas tree oh, yeah. skirt. So it's wild and it's quilted so it's thick. But it's warm. Yeah. Which is important. We had Madison's dress form, whose name is Minerva, was in our window over the holidays to display our ugly Christmas sweater kit. (laughs) And so she was wearing, Minerva was wearing the quilted skirt or the tree skirt, I mean. Yeah. It looks so good on her. I was like, "Mm, I need to put that on my body. Yeah. Well, what about your break? How was it? It was really good. I, it was crazy wild from... The week before Thanksgiving through December was like through Christmas break was pretty intense. I know we we talked oh, about yeah. that in other episodes. So I was very much looking forward to a break. Originally, my plan was to be home for my birthday, which is the 22nd. But then because we were still trying to get craft kits done and give people more time to pick them up and stuff, I ended up staying until Wednesday. So I wasn't home for my birthday which I'm a grown up and that was okay, but it just didn't feel like my birthday till mm-hmm. I was home. Yeah. And then I was home for almost a week and a half. That sounds really nice. It was nice. Did is there like a favorite part or like a favorite moment? <laughs> I recorded. I did record a podcast with my sisters <gasps> that will air. I don't know when we'll use it. Um but it was <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Will it, there be a can you give us a sneak peek about what it might be? It's about when we hiked the John Muir Trail in 2015. So we were on the trail for three weeks, 21 Good days. Grief. It took us. We went 200 and about 230 miles. But as we talk about creativity, a lot of times I think, hey, 
actually, that reminds me of this on the trail. So I wanted to do a podcast with them and we'll see. I haven't listened to it yet. (laughs) It's long. We probably rambled a lot. It took us a while to find our groove and I don't really know how well we did it, bringing it back to creativity. Anyway, we'll see. That's for another day. That sounds exciting though. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Today we're talking about kind of just new year resolutions personally for make do. Do you make resolutions? Not normally, no. I think this year is the first year that I've really, I'm really trying to make a change in a few things. Yeah. I don't, I can only remember two resolutions that I made in previous years, and I couldn't tell you what years they were. One year I made a resolution to floss every day, and I did it. You did it? Yeah. That's awesome. But then after the year was up, I quit. So, (laughs) (laughs) and then one year I made a resolution not to drink. Um, Coke, like soda. Mm-hmm. Um, How'd that go? I, I did that too for like a year and a half. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Obviously, cool. that resolution is also over. Sonic is very important to us here. And I drink my <laughs> Diet Coke with Easy Ice and Easy Vanilla. <laughs> but I think I just have a an aversion to the idea of making resolutions at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Well, because you're coming off of the holidays and... You're trying to get back into your normal groove anyway, and then you're adding something on top of that. Mm -hmm. That just sounds like a lot. And I don't like, I just thought, was thinking about this a little bit because I was writing a new uh, Createful Benediction for the craft kit that's going out this month, Mm -hmm. which we'll talk about that too, because it involves resolutions, I guess. Yeah. And I was thinking about the cliche and other things we hear like, new year, new you. And I don't like that because I think it does one of two things. It either makes you feel like, oh, here's all the things I want to change to make a new me. Mm -hmm. And then you get kind of obsessed in all the things you don't like about yourself or all the things you want to change. Or you think, well, I I know that most people aren't going to live up to their resolutions anyway. So why bother even making them? And then I I almost seem doomed. Yeah. That's where I tend to fall is more in that camp of avoiding addressing anything Mm -hmm. that needs change or like really committing to making resolutions because I don't want to fail at them. Yeah. Well, I think if you choose to make a resolution, you need to give space for yourself within that resolution. Um, Like, for example, I have decided that I'm going to try to work out more. I don't have a, and people who make actual resolutions will say, well, that's not, you can't measure that. That's not. Yeah, that's not a smart goal. Yeah. Because you're missing the M, measurable. Exactly. However, I'm giving myself space because I know there will be days where I don't get the chance to work out. And so it keeps me from shaming myself. So have you said, I want, my goal would be to work out this many times a day? I mean, not a day. Yeah. (laughs) A week or whatever. So for what I told myself was each morning when I get up, I would like to work out for 10 minutes. Okay. Just something real small. And in the morning when no one else is up, just me doing that. There will be days where I can't do that and days when I don't want to do that. Um, but I'm trying to give myself space. So it's not like I have to work out every day or I have to work out this many times. Just, I don't know. I think putting a harsh number on it for me would really stress me out. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. I think it's a whole nother books have been written on this about the types of goals that people make and the 
types of people who make different kinds of goals. And I think sometimes it's really helpful for people to have something extremely specific, very laid out for them so that they know if they are achieving that goal or not. Um, And I can't decide if that's helpful for me or not. I actually think it is not helpful because then I will rebel against it Mm -hmm. and say, you're not the boss of me. And like to myself. Oh, yeah. Because very few places in our life uh, can we can actively rebel. And so normally we end up taking it out on ourselves, Mm -hmm. which is what I do. Um, And so that's why I didn't put a specific number or like I don't have a weight goal or whatever. Really what I'm looking for is just seeing myself getting just seeing myself getting better and knowing that I can do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. Well, okay, here's here's the real reason why I'm doing Tell it. Tell us the real reason. So lately, I haven't been able to fit into some of my vintage clothes. <laughs> and that's where I was like, nope. Nope, nope. That's not gonna. That's not how we're gonna do this. Have we been eating too many pretzels, Madison? <sighs> I mean, it's it's a combination of all things. And I know as I get older, my body will change, but I want to be able to fit into my vintage dresses as long as possible. Mm-hmm. So that's really why I'm doing it. Yeah. You know what's <laughs> funny to me about uh, resolutions? So I typically make my bed when I get up. Actually, I make my bed before I get up. I like Mm -hmm. make my bed while I'm still in it. Whoa. Yeah. I kind of like pull the covers. I can be a little bit wild and the covers end up all over the place. And I burrow deep in the bed too. (laughs) Yes, Joe. Tell us all about your sleeping habits. (laughs) It's a real problem. Like when I sleep with my sisters and they go, why are you so low in the bed? Scoot up higher. But I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Here's what it is. I'm short. Mm -hmm. I like my feet to hang off the end of the bed. I will like tuck my toes mm-hmm. at the end of the bed because that makes me feel grounded in the bed. Oh. Otherwise I feel like I'm floating. If my head is up by the headboard, mm-hmm. by the top of the bed, I feel like I'm just floating out in the air of the bed. Okay. That's not beside the point. That's, <laughs> this is great. I love this. So I will always pull the covers up and make my bed and then I kind of roll out one side and then smooth everything out once I'm up. Well, in the winter, that's a lot harder to do because I have more covers, like more weight on my bed and then they fall off even more. Oh, yeah. So sometimes I will avoid getting up because I don't want to make my bed. Whoa. Does that make sense? Yeah, but that's kind of weird. And so I think I can't even get up until... When I get up, I have to make my bed. I don't want to make my bed, so I'm not going to get up. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the twisted ways in which resolutions can actually end up becoming a stumbling block Mm -hmm. for me moving forward with what needs to happen for that day. And so sometimes, because I talk to my sister almost every morning, she has to remind me, you can get up without making your bed. Yeah, like giving yourself space and grace in order to yes. do what you need to do. Yes. So you talking about giving yourself some space to yeah. figure out what working out more means. I can relate to that yeah. every morning. Well, and they say for those of you who do have sort of, you know, either working out or weight loss goals, that what's the most important is finding what you like to do. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now is figuring out, okay, do I want to do yoga? Do I want to do running? Do I want what? How do I want to move so that I want to, keep this up as a lifestyle because mm-hmm. I don't want it to end at the end of the year. I want to continue doing that. Right. And making the space in your schedule to keep doing it mm-hmm. 
I think that uh, even on mornings when maybe you don't feel like working out, I would still hold the 10 minutes Yeah. for just laying on your mat or, you know. Yeah. So you're not, oh, I don't want to, I want to watch TV. I don't want to work out. So I'm going to just go watch TV instead of doing this. Mm -hmm. If you still make yourself just sit there for 10 minutes. Well, and what I've thought about it in my head is like, that's like me time. Mm -hmm. That is 10 minutes in the morning where I just get to focus on myself. I don't focus on my pets or my husband or the other responsibilities. It is just a time for me to take care of me. And that has helped me so much. Like I almost enjoy it because I'm like, I get to be selfish and do good things for myself. For 10 minutes. For 10 minutes. So did you start on January 1st? No, I actually started before. Good for you. You didn't wait until the new year. You started sooner. I have heard people talk about that too. Like once you decide this is what my resolution is going to be, then just go ahead and start it. Yeah. You don't have to wait till the first. Yeah. I'm, and plus, I mean, there was all, there was going to be a lot of like crazy eating I was going to be doing on <laughs> New Year's <laughs> Eve. So I was like, I better start this first before that happens. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, any other personal resolutions that you have? Yes. I want to find more peace in my life. And that so, sounds extremely specific and measurable. The, oh, I know. Aren't <laughs> I so great at making resolutions? The working out is part of that because I'm incorporating or I'm trying to explore yoga as well. And so um, with that, it, with that, it allows me to um, find places in my life where I can just be at peace with myself and other things. So my other resolution feeds into that. Um, and then, Another one that is slightly more measurable is I want to make more clothing that I actually need. Okay. I've made a lot of cool things this Uh year. I want to make things that I'm like, that's a spot in my wardrobe that I have missing. So. So do you have steps lined out for how you're going to go about that? Yes. Okay. I've done some research, some more research on capsule wardrobes. Um, We did a uh, class on that, I think. How long ago was that? Last fall. Yeah. Not this fall we yeah. just had, but the fall before. I, that was one of the first classes I attended at Make Do, and it was awesome. Um, I've looked into that more, and so I already know that I want a couple of, like, cropped jackets that I can wear with skirts that I already have, as well as I need more winter pants. Mm-hmm. I just, I have jeans, and I have my, my corduroy pants that I'm currently wearing, and that's really about it. The rest of the stuff I've... Uh, as I've stated before, I've kind of outgrown or, well, sideways at least. <laughs> so um, I'd like to have some pants that fit better. I can relate to that. So hopefully tonight I can go and get some patterns to get started. To get started. That. Yeah. And I'm trying not to buy more fabric. Ooh, that's a hard one. Yeah, I have so much. You wear a lot of prints and bright colors and stuff too. So are you yeah. trying to tone that down in what you're making? Yes, I have a couple of things in my stash that I can use, but I know if I want to keep up with not buying fabric and also making clothes that I need, eventually one of those will have to give. And do you feel motivated to sew things with boring fabric? It has to be good fabric. Like I'm easing myself into it. The winter dress that I'm working on right now, it's a herringbone weave, so the fabric itself, the weave of itself is interesting, uh-huh. but it's like a solid color. Right. I'm with you. So I think I'm training myself to like it better. Yeah. There's beauty and simplicity. I just need to look for it more. Okay. Do you pick a word of the year? 
Uh, I didn't until you told me you did. And I was like, that sounds like a cool idea. Well, so. I do because it's, and honestly, I, sometimes I just keep the same word from the year before if I feel like I still need it. And the word I picked for this year is actually <laughs> the word that I had started out last year with. And I totally forgot what it was. <laughs> so what is so your obviously word? Obviously it didn't work very well for me last year. So my word for the year is nourish. Nourish. I was trying to, let me see if I can talk through explaining it. Coming off of such a crazy year last year that felt so hectic, I was trying to come up with a word that felt restful. So I mm -hmm. actually thought about using the word rest. And I even told you, I think that yeah. that might be what it's going to be. Mm -hmm. And then I said, but then that feels really boring. But then also maybe that is what I need to know mm -hmm. that boring is okay. Um, but it also didn't seem like a word I would necessarily need for the whole year. I, mm -hmm. I felt like I was really going to have to get creative with what that word meant. Mm -hmm. And not that, I mean. I mean, not you that you have a hard time getting creative, but. But just I think I was going to have to manipulate that word to be what I really needed it to be. So <laughs> when we were going through, our January craft kit is a word of the year embroidery kit. And so you pick your word. We have a couple options, but then you can pick anything and we will put it, make a hand letter template, put it on a piece of fabric. So we were making samples for that. Yes. And we were looking through some of the words that I had already written mm -hmm. that we had used for previous classes. And that's when I found nourish. And yes. I was like, wait a minute. I think this was my word last year. And I thought about it and I decided that actually fits for what I'm wanting. So, so what is... I mean, nourish is kind of, I always think of food. Yes. So, but what so do you mean by it? that is part of it. Oh, really? So, um, we, I mean, I joke about how much I like to eat Frosted Flakes. My mom actually told me when I was home over the week, uh, over the break, mm -hmm. she said, I'm learning a lot about you listening to the podcast. Like, I'm learning oh, yeah. about you as an adult. Mm -hmm. And she said, I didn't know you liked Frosted Flakes so much. <gasps> Usually that's a childhood <laughs> treat, right? I know. I was like, Mooly. So, anyway, uh... <laughs> You know, I want to eat Frosted Flakes a little less, mm -hmm. partly because it's not good for me. But oh, also, yeah. I, I try not to have guilt around food, but it doesn't give me what I really need. Mm -hmm. So part of my intention with the word nourish is to prioritize what I need for myself mm -hmm. while leaving room for the things that I want and kind of get me through, you know? Yeah. Um, this isn't just about like, just, I need to do the things I need to eat or I need to do whatever to continue on. This is about really feeding yourself and really fully understanding what you need. Yeah. So some of it is about what I eat. Mm -hmm. Another part of that aspect would be working out, but I feel like I have come to a good place with working out where it is less about I need to do this so I look a certain way. Mm -hmm. And it's more about I am going to do this because it helps give me what I need. It helps yes. me complete my stress cycle. It helps. It's good for me to sweat. Mm -hmm. Like if I don't work out my body because I'm getting old, <laughs> gets really tight and sore. Mm -hmm. uh, but I feel better when I move. So yeah. it kind of holds room for that aspect. Um I want to take this idea of nourishment to my mind as well. So not that I don't watch Netflix anymore. 
-hmm. But maybe instead of watching Netflix for three hours, Mm -hmm. I watch it for two and then I read for one. Hence the nourishing part. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of taking the idea that we learn from food. You can't, you need all of these different nutrients Mm -hmm. that nourish you, but you can't get every nutrient at every meal. That's true. Yeah. And you don't need to, you need to get every nutrient balanced out, spread out throughout your diet. And so food aside, when I'm just looking at the things that the nutrients that I need to nourish my life, Mm -hmm. I can't do it all. I think that's what last year taught me (laughs) in spades is that I, it's impossible for me to do everything every day, all the time. And so I am just going to have to be okay with spreading things out. I think that translates well into whatever resolution resolutions people make this year. You won't be able to do it every day, all the time, 100%. Um, there are going to be days where you're off and you feel bad and you need that bowl of Frosted Flakes. Mm-hmm. But you just make the decision that tomorrow... I'm going to do other things to feed myself. Yeah. Or even thinking, okay, I think I want Frosted Flakes. But do I really? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Sometimes when I sit with it, I think, oh, no, I don't think. I think this would be just as fine as Frosted Flakes. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to talk about that when it comes to food. But I think that that is true in other aspects of our lives, too. And then the the final way thing I want to nourish is Mm -hmm. my creativity, which I oftentimes don't have a lot of energy for personally because so much of it happens uh, on behalf of make do. Mm -hmm. And so then it's hard for me to make space for that. I have to say I loved watching you put together um, your pixel quilt Mm. as well as I gave you a creative challenge to make a quilt without blue. Oh, yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun to watch you do that because, I mean, you learned a new free motion st- or, uh, style. What would you call uh-huh. that? Motif. Yeah. You learned a new free motion motif. Um, you made a ginormous quilt of just these lovely solids. And I think your nourishing creativity helps others to nourish theirs. Yeah. So here's my creative <coughs> goal for the year. Okay. Or what I want to try. Mm-hmm. I think I want to try painting. Oh. But I am almost even scared to start it. This is where I feel very much a beginner because I don't know if I'm going to be any good at it. So when you say painting, is there a certain type of paint that you want to deal with or just painting in general? Probably acrylic and probably mostly things abstract Mm -hmm. because then it doesn't necessarily have to be good or bad. And I was all excited about it because I painted Muli a picture for that was her Christmas present yeah and I got really uh, obsessed with it Mm -hmm. but now I kind of don't have the energy to get started with it so I think what I need to do is find a painting challenge or like a learn to paint kind of thing to walk through to help me just kind of get some of the like wiggles out of my yeah that's an excellent um that's an excellent point to give people who are also, you know, out there thinking about what they want to do this year. Cause that's how I'm choosing to work out as I found mm. a resource of do this for 30 days. Um, and then I'm like, Ooh, I can, I can have this. Uh, so I guess I kind of do have a structure within I'm going to do this. Right. 
Um, and that would be cool to see you do these painting challenges. Yeah, so maybe I need to have a, a hashtag we can follow. <gasps> that would be so cool. Like Joe learns to paint. So, um, so my sisters got me an easel for my birthday. Oh, they did. Mm -hmm. <gasps> That's I know. awesome. Yeah. So it'll help you on your way. Um, Joe doesn't know this, but I had a friend come in this past weekend and she wanted to see the studio. So I brought her in and she came into my office where there's a painting Joe has done. Oh. And she came in and she goes, oh, I love that painting. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, isn't it really cool? Joe did that. She goes, oh, she's so good at painting. Oh, well, thank you, Madison's yeah. friend. I uh, thought that that painting wasn't finished and it just had been hiding. And then we hung it up in your office one day when Ashley was coming mm -hmm. to take pictures. And now I'm staring at it. It's really good. And I love it because I, it reminds me of the person who started Make Do. And even though you weren't totally comfortable painting, you did it anyway. Mm -hmm. I think I want to learn like some actual technique. Mm -hmm. And I want to just play around with color or shape or kind of some of the um well now I just forgot the word Amy Cox I hope you're not listening um <laughs> with the all I can think is the characteristics of art but that's not what I mean like the fundamentals of art I can't remember now what they're called anyway maybe like, do some things that are more maybe some of the things you'd learn pick up in art school mm -hmm. than say just kind of freewheeling yeah. it it's things like color and texture and pattern mm -hmm. and harmony. Those are the words. I just can't think of what they're called. All I, the class I learned them in was two dimensional design. Oh. I just can't think of like the characterizing word or what <laughs> all those things are. We had to do a nature study about them with something from nature. And I did a pineapple. Really? Mm -hmm. So we had to like show how is pattern reflected in the, the pineapple? How is color how is line? How is shape? So anyway, hmm. it was all of these things about art that now I can't remember the <laughs> word to use instead of things. I've gotten us off track. That's okay. That's, so yeah. I have a word of the year. And then I also kind of came up with, because I knew you had some resolutions. So mm -hmm. I came up with a few as well. One I've already talked about, and that's to paint. Yes. Another thing that I th think I could benefit from is being able to establish and stick to a routine. You have a pretty good, in my opinion, you have a pretty good routine already. You being here helps me tremendously. Oh. Um, because before, well, a lot changed even not just because you came, but mm -hmm. a lot was changing at the same time that Madison came on. One, McDo moved into a much bigger space and I had an office, which I didn't have before. So mm. I was doing work from home. Uh, it's also hard for me to kind of do the ambiguous work that doesn't have a deadline on mm -hmm. it. Um, and so I, I waste a lot of time. Um, mm -hmm. if I, if I don't feel like there is a deadline or pressure to get something done. Gotcha. Um, but there are things that just need to get done that I need to make time for, like vacuuming my floors or cleaning my bathroom, <laughs> mm -hmm. or just a lot of kind of those mundane tasks that get out of hand because I am trying to do everything on my own. Mm -hmm. And so I want to find ways to develop those sort of habits and that routine that doesn't make me feel boxed in or that I need yeah. to rebel against it, but that still 
nourishes Mm -hmm. my overall well-being. Hmm. That's kind of a tough one. I struggle with keeping my house in order. Um, Richard's definitely better at that than I am. So I don't know if I'd be able to help you on that. (laughs) I also know that I can't. This is why I think I hate New Year's resolutions. Back to what I was saying at the beginning. We feel like there's all of these things that we want to change. And then we try to change all of it at once. And Mm -hmm. then that's why things go sideways sometimes. Um, I know I need better routines around my sleep. Mm. Yeah. But also I know that there are times when that is going to completely go out the window. Because it has to or because I'm stressed and I can't fall asleep or there's just so much to do. So I just think that I want to start making small improvements over time that set. And um, so like one thing I'm trying to do is not watch TV in the morning. Oh, okay. And I usually do okay, but not always. But I find I'm more motivated throughout the day if I don't watch TV in the morning. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to read a little bit, even if it's just for two minutes at night before I go to bed. Oh, yeah. That is very helpful. Just Mm -hmm. so you don't have, you have less screen time Mm -hmm. right before you hit the pillow. Yes. And depending on what's happening in the news cycle, Hmm. (laughs) that can really set me on a spin. So I uh, need to like just not check those sorts of things Mm -hmm. because then I keep thinking about it. And then I always, like last night I was trying to go to bed listening to Harry Potter and I just was thinking, so we're recording the day after the siege on the Capitol mm-hmm. happened yesterday. And I was uh, trying to go to sleep last night. And I was just thinking, you know what? This is just like in book five when everyone wanted to pretend that Voldemort wasn't back <laughs> until the <laughs> end when the Death Eaters and Voldemort break into the ministry. And that's mm-hmm. like what we were seeing happen in real life. Ooh, so then man. Harry Potter, I'm trying to listen mm-hmm. to Harry Potter to go to bed. And then that, it just it's making you think, on. yeah. Oh, it's making you think of current events. Ugh. Yeah. But I don't really, I don't want to talk about those. Current That's events, fair but. enough. And then my, um, last, uh, kind of thing that mm-hmm. I want to focus on this year is my finances. And this actually, uh, I think is a good thing to talk about because I started really trying to get a grip on my finances this time last year. Mm -hmm. And I would say it took me a year to decide what worked for me and what didn't, Mm -hmm. um, like what approach to budgeting I liked, uh, what I didn't like, what I needed based on how I spend money. Um, and just to kind of decide what it is I really even wanted. So it took all of last year of me doing that. And now that I have that part figured out, I feel good about moving forward and making some big steps this year. Yeah. That was one thing that I forgot to mention too, is I, last year, my goal was to improve my credit, which I did. And then this year I want to focus on planning for the future, whatever that may be. Well, and I would assume that being married adds another layer of complexity onto that topic because it's not just you. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you have a whole nother person who not only do you need to save for, but a person who has interests mm-hmm. and, and things that they want to do outside of yourself. So I can't just go, oh, we'll spend X amount on this yeah. because they may not feel that way. It's easy for me to say, 
I think it was some point last year. What did I, I had to get new tires, I think, but I was also Mm -hmm. trying to be really aggressive with my student loans. Mm -hmm. And so I bought my tires, but then I also wanted to pay like all this extra money onto my student loans. And so then I said, that's it. I'm not buying any more on groceries. Yeah. I remember that. You're like, I'm not going to the grocery store. (laughs) Yeah. So it's easy for me to make that decision when I know, okay, I've got rice and I can eat that every night, even Mm -hmm. though there has been a mouse in my cupboard. (gasps) Sneaky mouse. I know. Mm. It is eating up some of my rice and food. (gasps) No. I'm going to have to get like jars and stuff to put my food in, I think. Man. I did get it all cleaned out. That's good. I know. Oh, man. And this... Again, let's just chase this mouse hole down the mouse hole. So it had chewed into a bag of black beans. Oh, man. So when I moved the black beans, some fell out. But there was also obviously mouse poop up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so then I couldn't tell. What it was... actually kind of made it better because I'm like, oh, that's just black beans, even though it could very well have been poop. Ugh. But it's all it all got cleaned out. Good. And there's a trap in there. No, not a trap. Bait. Because I, I don't want to have to deal with seeing the dead mouse or the half-dead mouse, and then I have to kill it. No. I tried to convince Joe that she needs to get a cat, and she's like, I'm not doing that. No, I don't want a cat. <laughs> I just want the mice to not let me know that they're there. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't even care if they're there. Just don't poop on your stuff. Yeah, and don't chew my food. <laughs> It should be very simple. <laughs> so live in the walls if you want. Just just don't come out and steal my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. So those are personal. Did you have any other personal resolutions, New Year's changes? No. Um, I think I had said this before that my word for this year is peace. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. I asked you if you had a word and then I never let you say what it was. Um, Not just peace for myself, but trying to make peace with other people. And for me, that doesn't mean not saying anything, not being a peacekeeper, but instead being a peacemaker, mm. which will sometimes mean there is discord yes. and and conflict, but I'm aiming for actual like peace and resolution. Mm-hmm. So, well, and that's tough because it, what if they don't want it? Yeah, but I think in the end, it's better for me to try and do that than to just... Mm-hmm you know, go with the flow and not make any waves. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, well that's that was, a good word. Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> it just feels like we've encompassed a lot of the different things that uh, we were, we're striving for. And I'm like, oh, man. That yeah, sounds and like a it's lot only uh, January 7th. Yep. <laughs> we're one week into the year. But I, I feel pretty good about the working out thing because I've been yeah. – I've been doing that most days. And I'm like, all right, if I can do it for a week, I can do it for a month. Yeah, they say three weeks sets a new habit. Yes. I haven't bought Frosted Flakes hey, this year. A whole week without Frosted Flakes. Mm-hmm. Really Good more job. than that because I was gone for almost two weeks. So really it's been like probably three weeks without Frosted See, Flakes. See, you even started before yeah. New Year's. Look at you. Look at me. And you know what my Mooley said? Just don't go down the Frosted Flakes. Don't go down the cereal aisle and then you won't buy them. But do you know where Frosted Flakes are at the Small Mart that I go to? 
what what aisle are they down? They're on the cereal aisle, but they are on the corner of it. So you don't have to go <gasps> down the aisle to get them. You're right. They kind of stare at you at the end mm-hmm. there. They're mm-hmm. just right there waiting for you to just swipe them as you walk by. Anyway, <laughs> so far, I have said no. And maybe what I need to say is when I buy Frosted Flakes, I will just get the smallest box. Oh, do you normally buy the big box? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Make do. Yes. So we ha- we, we have, have some goals. new things. Yes. Yeah. Not just for ourselves, but for make do. Um, and so normally uh, I meet with my board of directors and we have a strategic plan that is very official mm-hmm. and outlines the, well, the strategic plan for make do and how we make decisions and what our strategy is moving forward on how we're going to accomplish our mission. Um, so we won't really talk in detail about any of those things. These will just be a few. I don't even know what Madison's going to say. So you may have your own <laughs> well goals for make do. Well, most of the time, um, like you were saying, this is a conversation that you have with your board and mm-hmm. this is normally a conversation that you would have with me. And now you're getting to hear like you people, the yeah. audience are getting oh, yeah. to hear. That's true. What this is. So a lot of times, and normally this would happen maybe at the beginning of each new season as well. So right before the summer starts or right after summer is over and we are kind of planning what we want to do for the next few months. So, um, we will end up having this kind of conversation just for, you know, what do we want to do for the spring? Uh, But then here, these will be a few things that I want to kind of figure out ways to do Mm -hmm. for the whole year. Uh, And yeah, I do. I like having meetings with Madison because I don't have to come up with everything on my own. Mm -hmm. I feel like you help me, my creativity flourish for make do. So what is... Um, yeah. So what is the first thing that you so have So one for make of the do? things that I want to do for Make Do this year, and I don't know if it's possible to do it within a year, um, but I kind of started thinking about this towards the end of last year, is I want for Make Do to move toward minimal waste mm-hmm. as much as we can. So we go through a lot of supplies, a lot of fabric. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, what would you say we create waste with fabric macrame oh yeah cord um oftentimes after we do an embroidery class we have several like random like half used skeins of fabric or not fabric thread thread. Mm -hmm. yeah um that we don't feel comfortable handing out to another person Mm -hmm. because it's just kind of like knotted stuff like that yeah so we have a lot of those kind of supplies that if we aren't intentional because what has happened in the past is we say, oh yeah, we'll save those and we'll use them again. And then we just end up saving. We have scrap buckets full of Mm -hmm. weird sized fabric that then it's actually easier to just throw it away than to take the time to go through it. So the scrap gnomes that we did, the uh, gnome in a bag kit, if you Mm -hmm. participated in that, um, that helped us kind of go through a lot of our scraps Mm -hmm. for last year. So I want to come up with projects that use those odds and ends and then also just find ways to use the stuff, maybe not necessarily in a project uh, because it may be an unusable amount of macrame cord. So what can we do with that instead of just throwing it away? Mm -hmm. 
So that's one of my goals. <sighs> that sounds awesome. Um, I mean, we have a couple of ideas that we've been tossing around anyways for ways we can do those things, but I'm excited to figure out new ways mm -hmm. to do that. So what's the next one? So the next one is really getting our head around this idea for craft kits. Yes. So that worked really well in December. And as much as we missed having people in the studio, obviously, mm -hmm. um, it still was a way that people were able to participate in Make Do and, and more people actually participated with Make Do through those craft kits than would have if we were only doing classes in the studio. Mm -hmm. So... Like we, we're already starting on that with this word of the year, but we are also trying to figure out, okay, well, what can we do for kids classes, which mm -hmm. is what I've been trying to come up with. Um, and I would like to continue my goal from last year of trying to engage um, children of both genders mm -hmm. in creativity. Um, creativity has no gender. So um, just trying to think of ways and crafts that will entice uh, younger people as well. The gnomes did very well for yes. both, um, for everyone. Uh -huh. So yeah, we'll, hopefully I can, we together can think of some more. Well, and I would say we did have more boys over the summer and in the fall than we had in the past. Mm -hmm. I've had a few boys have come and taken the kids sewing classes, mm -hmm. but it's been a while. Yeah. I don't know. Have we had any boys take the sewing classes in this studio? Um, Machine sewing? Yes. There was um, one young boy. He came to the um, pajama class and the mask class. He yes. picked the same fabric. It was so cute. Yes. He Dinosaurs. Wanted, yes. He okay. wanted yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> Dinosaur. So that would be one of your goals then is to bring in more boys. Yes. So... Um, okay. My last one. So minimal waste, mm -hmm. uh, developing the craft kits. And then my last one is to start being able to offer, I don't even know what to call it, like a createful weekend. <gasps> yes. Like, like an experience that people could come participate in at make do with their own people mm -hmm. for a weekend. Um, almost like a retreat. Yes. So, that's something I've always wanted to do. I just felt thought that it couldn't happen here that we like needed another space to do that. Mm -hmm. But now, especially since we've been doing the quilting class as a three day class mm -hmm. instead of six weeks. And I see that that approach works and that people enjoy it. I think that we could offer a three day quilting class that people could come out of town, come from out of town to participate. So right now what I'm thinking is partnering with an Airbnb or a couple mm -hmm. of Airbnbs that are local and partnering with restaurants, kind of providing an all-in-one package for people to come take the quilting class at Make Do, experience Circe and all of yeah. its, you know, charm. All of the cool things that we have here. Mm -hmm. I love this idea. Um, if, if this existed... I totally would have done something like this um, because as a creative and you will know this as well, sometimes it's hard for us to make space in order and time in order to do uh, in order to do our create our creative thing and also to learn something new. Mm -hmm. And so having this this 
time or a weekend set aside where you could come with like your friends or some family members to join in, make something new and still have that community and then take home something that you can continue to do just sounds so awesome to me. Mm-hmm. It's like adult camp. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's adult camp. So those are my goals for make do the, the createful weekends. I just, it act, there's so many things about it that scare me. Like what if we offer it and no one comes or what if it's too expensive? I kind of get a lot of hangups around money, not necessarily mm-hmm. more about, am I asking people for too much? Mm-hmm. Are we charging too much for this? Because one of the pillars for make do is that creativity is affordable and accessible. Yes. And that's why we do pay what you can. So there's a lot to kind of muddle through. Not now. Yeah, no. <laughs> but that is maybe one thing that we'll be able to come back to these throughout the, maybe like once a quarter or whatever and, and see where we stand with some of these things. What else? Anything else that you have for, for your make goals do. for make do? Um, I want to continue to improve the um, sewing curriculum. We did an overhaul this summer and we put it into practice and I think it worked pretty well. There are a, a few things that I wanted to change. Um, well, we did an overhaul and then everything shut down again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, I did like that the classes were four week. However, we didn't get a chance to do a master level kids sewing class. Um, and I would like to do one of those um, where we just pick one project and over the course of four weeks work on this same project. Um, Because we have a lot of loyal make-do kids that would come back for sewing class after sewing class. And some of them have just skyrocketed in their ability to sew. And so I want to keep feeding that. um, I mean, most of our classes, you can keep coming back and still learn something new. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wanted to offer another level. Right. Um, it's hard to back to kind of what we were talking about with trying to manage finances when two people are involved. Mm -hmm. It can be really similar when we have personal goals or things that we think would be fun and exciting for make do. Mm -hmm. If we don't know how that's going to be received by the people that we're offering it to. And that can be the challenge, especially I feel like with the kids class is kids are so busy. So are we offering things? Are people not coming because we're not offering it on the right day? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is it too chaotic? Is it too repetitive? Is it too, yeah. what do people actually want? So, And there can even be a communication breakdown between parent and child um, of, well, I think my kid likes it because of this. And then the child may actually enjoy it because they get to be here with friends or they just like coming here and picking out fabric. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what they do. It's just, you know, they like being here. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to um, talk with a few people and get an idea of um, what they want from Make Do because that kind of feedback is invaluable to yeah. us. Well, and you know, that is maybe another goal we need to write down. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just... <clears throat> finding those avenues of connecting with the people who are participating in make do. And, you know, that's one thing that's nice about the podcast is if people leave a review or if people comment, then we know what people like and what they don't like. And, um, 
it just, that feedback is so helpful. And we've gone quite a bit in 2020 without that feedback Mm -hmm. because we just weren't able to have classes or, you know, we didn't, when we did have classes, we didn't know why people were choosing to come or not come. Were they not coming because they were just busy or because of COVID or because they didn't like the project? We don't know. Um, yeah, that's definitely something that if you, um, that if you listening that you take away from this podcast is that we are definitely open to change in our personal lives and here at Make Do. So, um, talking with us is a great way for us to grow Make Do and make it even better. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, we, we have some pretty cool ideas, but we would also love to hear what the community has to say and what the community wants from us as well. And that's not just us either. That's every small business. So, um, anyone that you has a small business that you admire or are, you know, want to support, mm-hmm. let them know what you, what want. you like, yeah. what you want from them. Oh, totally. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. This feels doable. Yeah. I, I, we have a lot to do, but I think that'll keep us from being bored. <laughs> how do you, okay. How, like when we lay out ideas like this, how does that make you feel? It does make, it makes me feel like I have a, a, a lot to do. However, there tends to be, unless you tell me, I tend to want to hone in on one thing in particular, and that's what I'm going to try my hardest on. Mm-hmm. And then I will work on the other things, but that one thing is what I solidly want to pursue. Because mm-hmm. I'm not a person who's able to work on multiple things equally at once. Right. It's usually one major thing and then working on the smaller bits. Yeah. I love this part of things, kind of the dreaming and the coming up with what we want to do and how we're going to make it work. I love seeing the, um, the pieces fall into place Mm -hmm. when we have a discussion and we're like, okay, there's this problem. What do we do? And then we bounce back and forth. What if we did this? And what if we added this to it? I, those are my favorite moments. Yeah. I start to lose my energy when it's, you know, the seventh or eighth task for the same thing. For example, the word of the year embroidery kits that we just put out, mm-hmm. we had to make all the samples. Yep. So <laughs> two days ago, was that two days ago? Madison, mm-hmm. I was like, Madison, I think today our job needs to be um, embroidering these samples and while we watch Netflix. <laughs> and I audibly screamed. I was like, yes. So I we, love my job. We sat on the couch um, with my laptop and watched Netflix and embroidered like three samples Um, because we had to have all the samples so that we can take the picture. So then we take the picture, we get all that done. Well, then I'm kind of ready to be over it, Mm -hmm. but no one even knows that the kits exist. So then I have to put it on the website. Then I have to put it on social media. Mm -hmm. Now my task for today is to write a newsletter about it. So once I am kind of on that, Okay, the samples are done. All right, people it's come get it out there. <laughs> yeah, it's hard for me to to follow through all the way. Yeah, I agree. But that is a rough part. You're like, oh, look how awesome this is. Now everyone should want one, and then you're like, oh wait, they don't know. Well, and then not uh, getting bogged down in okay, what are we gonna do for February? Because we're trying to get yes. a little bit ahead because in December we were so behind. Well, and we've been wanting to okay, if we can just be ahead by a month. All right, maybe we need to be ahead by two months. No, maybe we need to be ahead by a season. Mm-hmm. And then, 
you know, COVID changed a lot of things and then we weren't ahead anymore. Well, and like I already was saying, I have a hard time staying on track with things that don't feel imminent Mm -hmm. or where the deadline is so far away. So that'll be interesting to see if we can actually do that. If the creativity and inspiration will even be there for things that are so far ahead. Who knows? So hopefully tomorrow I will be recording the tutorial, the video tutorial for the embroidery kits and we'll have that out by Monday, hopefully. So everything will be ready. Man, that's so exciting. Yeah. So I guess for y'all listening at home, be thinking of your word of the year. I know. We want to hear it. Oh, absolutely. So we've had, um, so a few kits have been ordered and one person's word was endure. I thought that was a Ooh, good word. I like that. Especially coming off 2020. Mm-hmm. It feels appropriate. One word, one person's word was curious. Oh, I like that too. I like when that I was writing it for the template, I thought, wait, how do you spell curious? <laughs> so I wrote it out because I write them in hand lettering kind of cursive. This is you freehand. This mm-hmm. It's not like we no. type it in and print it off. And then I, it didn't look right. So then I wrote it out in print mm-hmm. curious. And I thought, oh, I don't know if that's right. So I had to uh, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how words just don't look right. Oh, I know. Very so curious. I thought those were those are good words. Endure and, and then curious. some were the ones that we had just as as the sample words. So we have a few to get your uh, thoughts <laughs> going if you don't already have a word. So yeah. so take a look at the website. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything you didn't get to say? No. Nope. That's. I mean, I don't want to add any more resolutions to my plate. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I'm not going to do this year. What are you not going to do? I'm not going to try to use less blue. Oh, well, yeah. I I think it would be too much to ask of you to use not less blue. Not use blue for a whole year. Oh, here's a resolution I stuck to. Mm. In 2019, I said I wasn't going to buy any new clothes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. <gasps> That's awesome. I bought thrifted stuff or I made stuff. But... I enjoyed that resolution and I've actually stuck with it because I still don't really, I don't enjoy, I've never liked shopping, but Mm -hmm. I would still kind of get sucked into feeling like I needed to go shopping and then buying things that I never wore. And so that's been very, very helpful. That is Mm -hmm. nice. Um, I'm trying to think if I made any last year that I've kept. Mm. Well, I've tried... I've tried to be more honest with myself. That's what I was um, focusing on last year was actually listening to myself and figuring out, okay, is this what I'm actually wanting? What kind of narratives am I telling myself? And I've tried to be more truthful. And mm-hmm. I think I think I did a pretty good job with that. It's still hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's very easy to listen to the lies that we tell ourselves mm-hmm. because it's easier because we think that it makes us better, but it really doesn't. Well, and there's like a comfortable groove that's already been set there, right? Mm-hmm. Like there is. It's easy to fall into that rut. Yeah. That's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh I'm trying to think see if I can come up with a rapid fire question. Okay, I've already said what I want to eat mm-hmm. less of in twenty twenty one. And that's Frosted Flakes. What do you want to eat less of? Um, I wanna eat less White bread. Okay. I want to eat more like whole grain stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to cut out carbs in general. No. Mm-mm. I love those too much. I like the Dave's Killer Bread. 
I I think I've had that a couple. It's of kind times. of expensive though. Trader Joe's has good bread, but oh. it's far away. What a shame. Ugh. Um. What's another good rapid fire question? Um. Other than blue, what other color do you want to use more of this year? Ooh, I don't know. I'm kind of, I like maroon. Oh. But I kind of went through that as a color for a while. When, when was that? Like maybe two years ago, my phone case was maroon. My, oh. I had like a lot of maroon clothing just kind of like a deep not even maroon maybe maybe more purple than maroon kind of like a whiny color yeah but i do want for yellow shoes to be kind of like part of my brand my oh, personal brand guys if you haven't seen she's got these great yellow cloth i don't know if you'd call it yeah, yellow it's like yeah mustardy mustardy yellow oh, they're so cool so my sister got me some yellow tennis shoes <gasps> for christmas oh my word yeah they're cool they're like school bus yellow Oh, yes. I'm not wearing them today, but. Oh, I can't wait to see them. Because I am wearing my bright red house coat, and I think maybe yellow shoes will look too much. Too. Eh, maybe. Too much. We'll see. Anyway, that is my personal fashion resolution is to wear yellow shoes. <laughs> wear yellow shoes. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, happy new year. Happy new year. And good luck to all of you who are trying to make new habits. Be graceful with yourself. Give yourself time and cut yourself some slack, but keep it up. We'll be trying to do the same. And if you mess up, then it's not over. Just keep going. Try again tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you to my dear, dear friend, Craig Hudson, for our very createful theme music. You can hear more of Craig's music on Spotify under Craig Hudson. That's Hudson with a T. Or you can just uh, click on the link in the show notes. Also, be sure to connect with Make Do on Instagram at Make Do Create or on Facebook at Make Do Cersei. And visit our website, makedocreate.org, for upcoming classes, show notes, to order a face mask, lots of things. We'll be back here with another episode next Monday. Have a good week, y'all.